You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We got to talk to our man Michael Rothstein from ESPN. And Michael, you see what you've started, right? Now you've got everybody concerned and worried about what the Falcons are going to do when it comes to Russell Wilson. And you're, uh, <laughs> yes, I'm putting this on you. Yep. This is your fault. Uh, you stoked the flames, man. You know I, I, I'm sitting right now outside of the Center for Puppetry Arts in Atlanta, and I feel like you're using me as a puppet. So I'm not really feeling <laughs> so good about this. Well, so I'll wait. tell you what, if you were pulling people's strings, man, you got a major reaction yesterday, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, so let's talk about this, because it's either or, right? It's either Kirk Cousins, okay, coming off of an Achilles, or right. it's Russell Wilson, and for those of you who missed it, basically Michael said, look, give him a three-year deal, $36 million, give him $20 million guaranteed, and let's keep it moving. He's going to get a lot of money from the Broncos once this all goes down. Uh, it's a reasonable deal. Does this really make sense, though, Michael? Is this the way that you really want to go? Well, sorry. So uh, a few caveats here, right? Like, uh when we started this project, uh, I did not know who the Falcons head coach was going to be, and obviously that, or their, certainly their offensive coordinators. So that that was part of it. Second, um, the deal in there, to be very upfront, is would not be a deal that I imagine would happen, in part because, like you mentioned, there's so much offset money there that Russell Wilson may want a backloaded deal no matter who signs him because he can play for next to nothing next year and make the Broncos pay for it, right? But he may also say, you know what, I don't want to do that. I want to actually have a deal that I feel good about. And then you, you go from there, right? Because you want to be paid what you're worth and you want to make sure you're getting your, the value that you feel like you should be getting for yourself, and, and that's for any industry. So part of the issue, and I want to explain this a little bit, Kirk Cousins, not available. Baker Mayfield, not available in this simulation. It's just a right. simulation of what could happen. So all of a sudden, two quarterbacks that I might have said, they might make a lot of sense, particularly Baker Mayfield, honestly, uh, because of his connection with a lot of the guys on this staff, specifically the Rams guys from a season ago, uh, were not available to me in this particular simulation. And there was no way knowing that we could not trade up in this in this simulation, there was no way that I was going to go in without having some sort of I feel good about this player as a starting quarterback situation because, let's be honest, the three guys who you would say are surefire-ish starting quarterbacks were not going to be there at number eight. Right. They just weren't. So that's part of this. And then when you look at the options that were available in this thing, I put in offers for two guys. Russell Wilson first, Geno Smith second, because he was available on this. And then I put a third one in for Joe Flacco on a one-year deal. That was, to me, the best of what was available. And, frankly, if you're a Falcons fan, you have to be prepared. That's maybe the possibility. Mm. Uh, I could have theoretically put in a trade for Justin Fields. But, again, not knowing 
the offensive system or the head coach at that point in time, right. uh, I would not have done that. And I still don't know if I would do that now because you have to wonder again, there's to me, there's real questions about Justin Fields, but I've been saying, I've been saying that from the rooftops for years, guys. Uh, and the other, you know, the, obviously we don't know what the DAC situation might end up being in Dallas. That was not something three weeks ago that looked like it was, something that would happen, right? So that's kind of where the calculus is of all of this, where I look at Russell Wilson, and I think he could be the best of the options available when we're talking about free agency. And if you're the Falcons, you have to do something at quarterback because you know Arthur Blank believes this is a win-now situation. Do you think, obviously, we'll, we're going to try to, get, we'll get, try to get all the answers. We're going to talk to Terry Fontenot coming up on Monday after the introductory press conference. But where, where do you feel the interest is for a guy like Fields? Because I would think, that, like, you know, if Arthur is meddling, Arthur would know that might put some fannies in the seats to get a guy like Fields in here. Sure. Uh, I mean, I feel like if the last staff were here, uh, that conversation would not happen. Uh, you know, they, remember, this is a group between the general manager and the head coach with the staff that was here that passed up on Justin Fields to take Kyle Pitts. And that was their decision because they liked Justin Fields not as much as Kyle Pitts, right? And you sit there and you say, well, Terry Fontenot is still here. And you have to wonder how much he likes Justin Fields. And you also have to really ask. And I, you know, I said this, I guess it was maybe a year ago or two years ago, uh, uh, when I was doing a hit uh, with 11 Alive, and we were talking about Justin Fields, and I was just like, if he wasn't from Atlanta, would there be that much mm-hmm. clamoring for him? Right. As a quarterback, when you look at the numbers, I don't believe there would be. Uh, you know, I, I think he, he's a very intriguing, interesting player, but some of the concerns that have been there with Justin Fields in the past are still there when you're talking about accuracy, when you're talking about decision-making. So, you know, listen, the guy's a uniquely talented player, right? Like, but to me, the, I would just have a little bit of concern. And we don't know what type of offense exactly Zach Robinson's going to run yet. If you look at what they've done with the Rams, which is his only, you know, when you look at his history, it's only Rams. Right. Well, what has it been? It's been largely pocket passers who have a little bit of movement. Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford, Baker, when Stafford got hurt. And then, you know, more Stafford this year. So if they're going to run that type of offense, does Justin Fields fit in that offense? Or does a guy like Baker, does a guy like Russ, who throws a really good deep ball, does a guy even, I mean, I don't, I can't imagine they would bring in like a Ryan Tannehill, but like a Ryan Tannehill. Does a guy like that, that's more of a pocket, more of a, a pocket presence guy fit versus Justin Fields, who is fantastic with his legs. And we've seen much like against the the Falcons uh, in December was that December. Yeah, it was December. It's December 31st. Like we've seen, he can be very accurate, but we've also seen in games where it's a choose your own adventure novel. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is your fault, Michael. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 well, The Game. Fault. <laughs> I can see what's the sign, baby. This is your, right. yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, any concerns with the staff? Staff's been hired. T- tell me what you think yeah. of the staff. Tell me what you think about I mean, what, what yeah. Raheem did. Yeah, I mean, listen, there are still obviously some positions to go to, to hire with this staff, but a large majority of it is, is hired. Uh, we don't know what Zach Robinson is going to be as a full offensive coordinator. We know what he is a passing game coordinator and – that worked really, really well with the Rams. But also remember, he had Sean McVay there handling a lot of that, right? So I'll be curious to see what that looks like when it's just a Zach Robinson offense. And we don't know what that will be. We don't know how much of it will be carbon copy-esque of a Sean McVay offense. Or is he going to have different principles that he's going to want to bring in from his playing days or you know, some of the other stuff maybe he's just singing? Uh, defensively, um, I, I, I reserve judgment until we know who is calling plays. If it's Raheem, Mar- if Raheem Morris is calling plays and it's a similar situation to what we saw uh, with Arthur Smith and Dave Ragone where Jimmy Lake's coordinating stuff and handling it, fine. Like, I, I think that that makes a lot of sense. If it's Jimmy Lake that's calling plays, then you've got a first-time offensive coordinator and a first-time NFL defensive coordinator – that would ha- I would have some concern there that there might be some learning curves uh, to figure that out. Special teams, listen, you retain Marquise Williams, one of the better special teams coaches in the NFL, really like that move. I think the coaches they did retain on this staff, very smart in every which way, uh, including moving T.J. Yates to quarterbacks. <laughs> so I-, I-, I like the moves they did make. Jay Rogers, a really good defensive line coach, and has, has worked with some high, high-level defensive linemen. So I think you can feel good about a lot of the moves they made. But, I do, yeah, I do have some questions about the coordinators just from an experience standpoint when it comes to making these calls and making these plays on an NFL level because that, you know, that, that, was, not, that was not really a concern for much of the time with the last staff, right? Arthur Smith had experience there. Dean Pease had a ton of experience. And Ryan Nielsen had at least some experience the year before in New Orleans. So there could be some learning curves there that maybe people are not anticipating. Uh, guys, it's ESPN.com's Michael Rostein with us, and he, again, got the ball rolling, talking about some other options for the Falcons. We covered kind of the free agents or trades. Uh, I know that, uh, at least for everything I'm reading, Michael, unless you know different, it just seems like Bears will go Caleb Williams, uh, Commanders will draft a quarterback, Patriots will draft a quarterback. So the three guys you'd want most, Jaden Daniels or, or May, be gone. So yep. would we try to m- maneuver, trade down, and get a Penix, or we still try to get a defensive end? Or, I mean, wh- where do you think we'll go if we're going to go get it off the tree in the draft? Uh, I mean, listen, I, I, if I'm Terry Fontenot and, and Raheem Morris, I at least see if I can get up into that top three. Mm-hmm. I, 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 would, I would try. 
because I, I think those are your three best shots. But remember this, guys. So quarter, taking quarterback in the first round does not guarantee success. It doesn't. So the streets of failed coaching tenures are littered with failed first-round picks at quarterback. They just are. So keep that in mind as well. I, I, so to me, unless you're in love with a quarterback at eight, that's why I go get a vet and I, I take a Dallas Turner if he's there. Jared, Ver, that might be a little high for Jared Verse at this point, but go get an edge rusher because you need them. You're like your, your edge right. rushers you have right now are like they, they still haven't produced at a super high level. Some of them are getting up. You know, who knows if Bud Dupree is going to be back uh, as an example. Like your offensive line, we don't know if Calais Campbell is going to come back. And we don't know how some of these guys fit into what Raheem Morris, Jimmy Lake are going to try and run defensively also. So you might have to shift some guys around. So uh, to me, I think you look at edge rusher, you look maybe at corner, depending on what you feel about, you know, Clark Phillips, or if you go get somebody in, in free agency. And, you know, then maybe you look at offensive line, you know, whether you feel good about Caleb McGarry at right tackle, you know, you still owe him some money, but, is that a long-term solution that you want there? Uh, you know, so I think there are going to be options for you to look at. And listen, people might think this is wild, but I think you have to consider a receiver at eight. <laughs> right, right in that spot where we've seen this oh, before. Oh, here we go. No, but yeah, but but right, like it, depending, look at the offense the Rams run. Yeah, you need more they receivers. Have, you need receivers. They, yeah, they they have largely been a receiver-based, you know, kind of one-three-one offense. And right now you have Drake London and a lot of your receivers are free agents, you know, and, and didn't necessarily have great years to begin with. So are you going to, I mean, you know, and again, this is me just throwing this out there. Like does Kyle Pitts take more of that type of role next year. And then you, and then Johnny Smith becomes your tight end one, like, you know, or, you know, or in a hybrid situation. Again, we don't know what Zach Robinson's going to do offensively. There's just a lot of questions there that if receiver is the best player there, like same Malik Neighbors is there, right? At eight, let's just say he's there and he's the best player on your board. Uh, I think it's, you have to really think about taking him. Like that, that's the good thing for Atlanta. And what Terry Fontenot has largely done throughout the draft process in his three years here, he's going to take who they believe the best players available because they're just trying to accumulate talent which is why this job was attractive in the first place, because of the talent they have. Is Odunze better than Neighbors from LSU? He might. He might uh, Roma Dunze, I think Roma Dunze is phenomenal. I do too. So I do maybe, too. I, I'm just know, saying, I, I like, if he's there, what, if he's yeah. there, then, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm just – and we've got time to, to, to figure this out. But, yeah, you're throwing those names out there. I'm like, I like Neighbors, but I really like Odunze. Oh, Oh, hey, real quick, uh, I just I thought it would go The thing yeah. is, we don't know, A, who the receiver's coach is, and B, what type of offense exactly they're going to run. Sure. So they may favor a certain type of receiver that we're not used to seeing uh, with Arthur Smith in the last half. And by the way, Michael, we only got a few seconds left real quick. Sure. Uh, I know in some of the scenarios that have been written about, uh, and some by you, would, would they move a Drake London or a Pitts in a trade? Uh, to get I up mean, to that top I, three. Yeah, I, maybe. I mean, I, I would not move Drake London personally. No, uh, Pitts, you yes. know, I, I would not. Drake London, Bijan Robinson, to me, are the two that are right. like, no, I'm definitely not moving them. Uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, if that's what it takes, and you're you're absolutely convinced the guy's going to be a franchise guy as a quarterback, then yeah, I think you look at certain guys and say, love the player, but if I need the quarterback, like uh, to me, there's only a couple guys that I would be like, no, nah, that's a non-starter. Uh, but that, you can say that about pretty much what every team in the NFL, there's probably four to five guys that are like, nope, not, not going to happen.
Michael, great job as always. Michael Rothstein, ESPN, guys. We will talk to him throughout this process and uh, keeping our ear to the street as the Falcons need to make some moves, and we're trying to figure it all out. Michael, thanks again, man. Have a great day. Hey, anytime, y'all. Take care. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.